Welcome to episode 13. For me, it appears. Um, apologies for not being around for a couple of days. I was sick. Now, I realise that me being a little bit sick isn't exactly a big thing, considering what's going on at the moment, but that's why I haven't been around. Yeah, so to explain what happened was, I, I bought some Huel. Now, if you've not heard of it, I think most people have because it seems to pop up on everybody's fucking uh, advertising on social media. It's always online. It's basically like a a meal supplement. The idea is you can drink this stuff and it has everything you need in there. Now, I didn't buy it in any sort of diety, weight lossy anything like that sort of way. So when this the lockdown started in the UK, the prepper in me, I don't have I don't have much prepper on me, but a little bit of prepper thought, right, well, there is potential for people to be dicks here and just rinse the shops of food. And I thought, instead of having to go in there and contribute to that problem and try and buy loads of stuff, just like everybody else is doing, I thought what I'll do is I'll get this stuff, get everything you need. It's got a one-year shelf life. I can just buy a load of it, and it can just sit there. And I'll wait. If, if I don't need it during this lockdown, I can just wade through it for the next however long. Um, I, bought quite, I bought like nine bags of it, bought quite a bit. I figured I didn't know how long this thing was going to go on for, so assuming that the general public were going to be dicks, um, I thought I'd buy a lot of it. Now, I tried it once before, about a year and a half ago. And it was all right. You know, it's just, doesn't taste very good. But it, it sort of does the job, I suppose. And that was that was like the normal version. And this time I thought I'll try the, the black version, which is like the higher protein, higher protein, lower carb. And my diet generally is more protein than carb. That's generally where I go with it. I thought, okay, well, I'll try that. And my initial order arrived just about just under two weeks ago. So I got it, had a shaker full of it, and within about an hour, I just felt weird. Now, I don't get sick. This is like, I'm not like bigging myself up. But I don't. I grew up in a very sort of like shitty, dirty house, and as a result, my my immune system is pretty good. I don't get sick very often, and um, certainly food wise, I don't get sick. Food just doesn't make me ill. I can eat weird. I mean, <laughs> going down a bit of a tangent, but I don't have a, a sense of smell. I'm born without it, so my taste buds, I think don't work quite as well either. That's what I'm told is like a side effect of that. 
So I can eat weird combinations of stuff, and I'm, I'm not a foodie person. I just sort of eat what it's fuel. That's what I eat it for. So I can go, okay, well, I need a bit of that, bit of that, bit of that, put it together and just eat it. And I've always been like that. So, yeah, my stomach is used to weird shit. I don't get ill from food. But within, like, an hour or so of having this, I just felt odd. I felt, like, a bit rushy. I felt hot. And just then just started to feel ill. And it was quite late in the day. So what I did, I just went to bed. I was like, right, I'm going to bed. I'm going to ride this out. We'll see what happens. And I managed to get through the night. Um, now, because of how things are at the moment, when I was thinking back over this, I thought, okay, well, have I just had a bit of this virus or something? Or um, am I just a little bit ill anyway? I didn't want to blame it on the on the fuel. Um, but then yesterday, was it yesterday? Was it the day before? So shit. No, it wasn't yesterday. The day before yesterday. I thought, all right, we'll try this again. And I had it and I had exactly the same thing. Within about an hour, I felt like shit. And I popped into my missus was in her room and I sort of walked in. I was like, I feel like shit. I feel really bad. Uh, she was just disinterested. I'm not feeling sorry for me at all, as usual. But then within two seconds, I was out and it was a nightmare both ends lay on the couch do about 45 minutes on the couch thought oh, I feel a bit better eh? and as soon as I felt that all over the floor I just went, it was just crazy um, yeah so that's why I haven't been on I've been I've been ill and it's been weird uh, and I I mean some people might have seen the post I did on my Instagram my personal one well, they, I suppose my personal one's now become the podcast one. I did a post on that about just watching TV. I was actually watching the, listening to the old Carl Pilkington, Ricky Gervais, XFM podcasts. If you haven't heard those, you need to go grip yourself because they're hilarious. So I put a post on about that and I actually tagged Huel in it. And Huel made a comment. They got in touch with me and made a comment saying, no, no, this sounds terrible. Um, now what I'm going to link this into I've realised I've just tangented that a little bit I've gone I've spoke about that for a little while but I'm going to I'll link it to customer service right now Hewl are doing well for themselves they're not a, they're not a small company and they're doing okay there's plenty of people who are, are all over that stuff now and if it works for you it works for you go for it like I say, I wasn't doing it for any sort of diety thing. I just thought it was a sensible thing to do considering the the possibilities of what was going on with this lockdown. So they made a comment going, oh, no, that sounds terrible. Please DM us with your order number. So I did. And the first response I got from that was, uh, can you give us some more details? So I explained exactly what had happened. Now, it was a lot, it was a, it was a large order. You know, I spent about 200 quid on this stuff. You can laugh at that all you want. That's fine. You can laugh at me. But I bought about nine bags of this stuff. Nine, you know, something like that. Eight, nine bags. It costs about 200 quid. Now, I've opened two of the bags. So I did the first one, where it made me feel ill. Drank a bit of that. I thought, okay, maybe it's dodgy. 
I'll try a different bag for the second time. So there's a good seven bags there still sealed and whatever. Now, I realize it's a food product, so you probably can't send it back and resell it. But I haven't been a fan of the way Hewl have managed it. So considering they're doing okay, I think the correct thing to do would be to go, no problem, we'll refund you for at least half that order. Some sort of you know, some sort of financial thing. I haven't asked for this. Well, I have now, actually. No, I have now. I uh, I replied and said, you know, I basically what happened was they tried to go down the route of how much did you have. Uh, they tried to make it sound like I'd, I'd done too much at once. Because if you read reviews online, loads of people get sick at first, as in like ill. They don't feel good. And they gradually introduce it and then they feel fine, which is absolutely fine. No problem at all with that. But there's obviously an issue here. Whether it's me being, you know, they've tried to suggest that I've got a problem with gluten, and that's why I have no problem with gluten. Trust me. Um, the amount of pizza I eat, I don't have a problem with gluten. I've I've never had anything like that, and I, I'm I'm not seeking to slag them off particularly or anything. I just think there's a better way of handling it. They try sort of try to make excuses about it being my fault in some way. And yeah, fine, if I'm allergic to something, then it is maybe my fault indirectly. I can't help it, but fine. I think the correct thing to do is to go, okay, no dramas, we'll refund you for this much of your order. And to link that into customer service generally, when you're doing a business, I think that's probably the, once you've got a good product, you've then got to try and protect it with good customer service. Now, good customer service basically just means doing what you would want to happen, whether it's good for your business or not. The amount of money that Seniors Guild loses just through going, yeah, fine, just give a refund. Yeah, well, you're not happy, no dramas, just give a refund. And sometimes you do get people pulling the wool. You get people trying to, you know, get freebies and whatever. It does happen. People are turds. But you've got to take the hit on that and just go do what is best in that situation, even though it costs you money. Because then, if, if I don't know, it's just it's what you should do. You've taken somebody's money and you've given them something and they're not happy with it. And as long as there's a reasonable reason for why they're not happy with it, um, you should probably do your best to, give them their money back or give them an exchange or just do something to make them happy. And no one gets it right all the time. That's why I'm not really slagging Hugh off. They don't get it right all the time. I don't know who I'm talking to on this Instagram DM. It could be somebody having a shit day and isn't really thinking, hasn't thought it through. They might be new. Who knows? No one gets it right all the time. But you've got to try. Yeah. You've got to try and just and try and do the right thing. Um, and as Sinitas Guild, you really have to try and do that because it, because the whole brand is ethos-based. We can't be those people who treat customers badly. You know what I mean? That you are your actions thing ties into absolutely everything. So even if I read an email, which I occasionally do, generally it's Hannah that does it. But if I read an email or something and... I'm like, this fucker's taking the piss. Like, you can just sort of tell. I know this guy is, you know, pulling the wool. 
try and get something for free or playing it up or being just being a dick. Most of the time, you've still got to go, yeah, fine. Now, this is an invitation for everyone to just stop sending me emails complaining, trying to get free stuff. Can if you want, but you go on the dick list, don't you? You go on the dick list. Um, yeah. Well, I hope everyone's okay. I hope everybody's uh, getting by. Lockdown ain't going to end just yet, is it? I think we've probably got another three weeks to a month at least before things start to change. But obviously, I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's just the vibe I get. Yeah. Mm. What I was going to talk about um, was... I don't know if I've got time. I've got 12 minutes left. I was going to talk about stoic conditioning, um, but what I think I'll do is I'll I'll do them on the next one because what I'll talk about here is we can sort of link it to the Huel thing and talk about the change I've had in fizz and stuff when I left. And one of the things that's been really hard for me to get used to after leaving the military. So where I was, you generally train twice a day. Now, I don't always train twice a day. No one always trains twice a day. But the general pattern you have, because you generally do your own fizz, you're just left to do your own fitness. Every now and then, you know, somebody will not do so well on something and then group fizz will come back in because people want to try and get a grip of it and remind people not to be dicks. Uh, but generally, people do their own fitness, and they do, like, some sort of fizz in the morning when they get up, and then in the evening they go do something. Uh, and that's that's sort of your pattern. And you're active throughout the day as well. You're doing all your training serials and everything. So when I left and then came, and I basically sit at the desk for a living now. I am generally behind the desk all day, every day. You know, I go out and do things, and um, but my actual job involves sitting behind a desk, and it's a, it was a shock, and I didn't really see it coming in a way. Like for a while, I was still eating and they were eating in just like I would normally, so basically eating what I wanted, and I started to notice myself sort of losing fizz and putting more weight on because. There wasn't enough, that's not actually true, there wasn't enough time in the day. Just the, my pattern of behaviour had changed and it took me a while to work out what was going on. Um, yeah. And I noticed that it, it psychologically changed me. So if I, if I went for a period of time where I was just so focused on whatever was happening that day or that week in Sittington's Guild that I didn't do any fitness, I would notice that I would start to get snappy I would start to just be a bit anti and actually start to get down and just not feel like myself because we're so brainwashed into training. When I got out of the routine of doing it, I really felt the the psychological side of that. And obviously then I started to put like a bit of chub on my chunk. Um, and then you start not to feel like yourself. And I think I've, I, I bet loads of people can identify with that. I bet they can. So, yeah, it's um, 
it's just that change thing, isn't it? It's finding out what's different and finding a way to change your sort of routine and whatever. Now, I, I in the end started getting up at getting up early because I don't I hate training in the morning. I'm not like I'm not the guy. I never really liked it. Um, I'm not a morning person. I'm a, I'd rather stay up late. But I started getting up early and I would go and at least take the dog for a walk in the morning or just do something so that I was back and I got my metabolism going by moving around and whatever. And then I would then plan and try and find somewhere later in the day to do stuff. Um, yeah. And I've sort of over the past probably two, three weeks, I've got back in that rut. So I've, I've sort of got used to it. And then, I mean, everyone does that. No one's as super consistent and anal as they make out. Everybody does that. You have, day, you have times where you're on top of things, everything's great. Um, and then suddenly you think, shit, I haven't trained for a few days here. And then when you train again, it's more more difficult. And, you you know, we're only human, aren't we? Everybody's like that. Yeah, so the past few weeks, I've sort of got into that because I was training to go and do a big bike ride with Stu Leach, one of our ambassadors. So I was on, I was out on the either out on the bike every day, putting the miles in, or I was in on Zwift, which is like a online training computer game type thing. Uh, I was doing one of those two things, and then when this happened and that got binned. When the whole coronavirus thing happened and that looked like it was going to get binned, um, I stopped training quite so much. And what it wasn't as anal. And it's interesting why that was. So I, if I analyse myself there, I was training to not let Stu down. To know that, you know, if we were, if we were riding from like uh, Dover or wherever, Dover? No, ride from Dover. Um, Calais. France. Somewhere in France on the French coast to like Czechoslovakia. Um, and I know you can just put the miles in and I would have just got through it, but I wanted to do it well. So when I realised that it was actually about me and not letting somebody else down, I stopped training quite, training quite so much. Um, and I, it, it, was, it was weird because... I wasn't, I was enjoying it, but I wasn't liking how I was, I was getting like big legs, but I was, I've lost loads of like muscle mass on my top. Now, I've never been, a, I'm always been like a, a fairly sort of slim athletic guy anyway. I've never been a big unit, but I've just lost loads of muscle. Um, and I didn't really like that. And it was like, I was taking that hit for this, this bike ride. Uh, yeah, and like in the past three weeks or so, I haven't really been doing it, and I haven't really been training properly either. You know, doing the odd run. Yeah. So, oh, Mrs. Got a cough. Maybe she needs to get checked. Yeah. So I think, I I mean it's, I need to uh, I need to get back into it. I don't even know why I've really spoke about this. Maybe it's like a thing so that people know I have to get back into it. Shut up, Bodie. Um, yeah, maybe it's like a accountability thing. I can be accountable to everybody. But I, I think it's mainly just uh, 
So, I like I try and put out in the Cineas Guild stuff. You're never the only person who's either thinking something or feeling something. You never are. And yeah, I don't. I don't want to come across and sell myself as an individual, as this you know person who is on top of everything, doesn't make mistakes. Because that is what I am. I am occasionally super lazy. I'm occasionally pretty crap. And I've had a pretty crap period. So I intend now to get back on the bike because I know they like, that's, that's good CV for me. I can do that all day. Um, and it's a comfort zone thing in a way. I've never been fast in anything. So I'm not... Used to do like two milers and three milers and stuff like that. The way and certainly mile and a half. I've never been fast at that, but you can put weight on my back and I can just go forever. This is not a thing. So it's endurance stuff that I'm I find easier. Um, I'm not a good runner. Yeah, I get like a bad back when I run. I think there's plenty of people to do that. So I prefer biking, cycling. But I do make myself run because it's it's what you should be able to do. Yeah, so it's uh, we're coming to the end. I think I could ramble this entire episode just about crap. But um, I hope that at least if you've listened to this, you know that I'm shit too. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I'm crap as well. Uh, I'm rubbish at making myself do fizz. I'm rubbish at doing the things that I don't want to do. I mean, I get there. But I think that's also an important thing if I'm thinking about it. I never make bad, I never get really bad. So I've never been a huge fat chunk. I've always I always get to a point and stop myself and go get a grip dickhead and then get back into it. That's never happened. And obviously as I get older, all this stuff is more difficult. I'm like 40. I'll be 41 this year. Um, and it does definitely all get more difficult as you get older. However, I think having the the brainwashing in there to know that you can't look like shit. Like I, I could not be one of somebody who walks around with a pair of reds tattoo on my arm and was a big fat mess. I couldn't be that, no matter how old I get. Um. But I'm definitely not where I should be. So we need to get back in the game, don't we, I think. Drop me a message, you know, if you're if anything I've said has sort of uh rung true with you, if you're feeling exactly the same way, similar way. Um yeah. Even that one person, it helps, doesn't it? When if you're on a group of people and you say something and one other person goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, man. It helps, doesn't it? And we're all about trying to do good. We're all about trying to help, not be dicks. We've got about a minute and a bit left. Um, The group podcast with the lads from Contact Coffee and Hereford Cook Company. Don't know what's going on with it. I think... It's going to be tomorrow, but it might just be me and Luke from Contact Coffee of it. 
who's basically just Ben from HR4K. He's just moved house and he's busy doing that up and he hasn't got good internet in there yet. So rather than doing it crap, we're going to try and uh, get done with. If it's not just me and Luke, then we'll get um, Alex, one of the lads from Stoic, on there as well. Probably. Yeah. So we'll try and get something done tomorrow, even if it's just a test one so people can see. Uh, we'll just chat shit. So we'll leave that there. I uh, appreciate you listening. Give me a, a like or an unlike. Give me some feedback. Tell me what's going on. What's the gen? Have a good one. Stay safe. See you soon.